This is People Like Us, a show about Alt-MBA alumni. Here's Robert Metcalf from Alt-MBA One. Who were you and what was going on in your life when you decided to apply to Alt-MBA? I was actually, I am not an alumni of the Alt-MBA. I was not a student. I did not apply to the Alt-MBA. But it's a, as a student, in a sense, because I was coached in all time one, and so we were making it up. But the, uh, yeah, uh, so what I was, um, let's see, I was a rocket scientist. I designed a launch site for a rocket. And, um, uh, yeah, and I worked on all these things that were supposed to, like, change the world. Um, when my daughter was born, I quit that aerospace job um, probably a month later because the launch site was on the East coast and um, it was sort of one of those impeccably, it was a total Dilbert kind of situation where um, uh, anyways, my opinion was that they were not allowed to be in charge of my time because they didn't have discernment for what was important ever. Everything was always urgent and important and late and it wasn't. And so anyway, so I wasn't uh, um, comfortable letting, yeah, having their influence on my life once I had a kid. And so I quit. And um, that was not really the plan. Um, Manlands from Skin, like our, my, at the time, what I considered my wife's company um, was not large enough for us to be drawing money from it. And the plan had been for me to do my aerospace consulting and make money and feed us and pay for the house. Just cover everything so that that so that maintenance from skin could grow. And then when maintenance from skin could had grown enough and could cover us, I would quit aerospace. And I had um, worked in the solar industry and I'd started this company called Solar Mosaic. That was um, what I thought my like life's calling was, was I had saved the planet <laughs> by figuring out how to make solar pay for itself in a kind of um, novel and sustainable way. And so that was what I, that was how I was going to, save the world or whatever. And so that was what I wanted to do, be doing. And so when I quit, um, so I had this sort of background in like weird, like the way you finance solar in the U S is strange. It's driven by tax credits and, um, it's just, it's a weird wonky thing that I happen to know a lot about. But what I didn't know about, um, was actually how people sell and build solar. And like, I had just done modeling and stuff of things. And so, I was like, oh, well, I'll, you know, I knew, I knew like the random little solar developers here in Los Angeles. And so when I quit my aerospace thing, I was like, I'll just go work with one of them and like learn. I'll do bottom up. I'll, so I like climbed around on roofs and measured people's roofs and sold them solar for a couple of years. And I was pretty good at it, but I was like really angry all the time because it was, um, Solar is a weird industry where it's um, it's a technical product that no one has ever no one's ever bought a power plant before, and so they have no idea what they're talking about. What they when they have no idea what they should be asking, they don't know what to be worried about. And then the people who are selling solar, um, you know, are not rocket scientists. They don't actually understand how it works or like all of the complexities of all these things, which I do, but that's also not necessary to sell it. Um, but my ego was very angry all the time because I was competing with uh, someone who had maybe been a used car salesman like the week before. And now 
he was going in and lying to people about how they were going to save money or not, or how things work or not. And then I would have to defend myself against the not truth he had shared. And, um, yeah. And there was also some like gender role stuff where like, um, because Maylin's from skin was growing and I wanted it to grow. And my wife's time was sort of like more important than mine or like growing maintenance from skin can make us more money than me going and risking my neck climbing around on someone's roof. Like it was like, Oh, our daughter started going to preschool. It's like, well, I'll take her to school and pick her up. So then that was part of also why I had quit my aerospace job. So I'd be around and be present for all that stuff. But so, um, you know, I had been sort of a high earning and high achieving person for kind of a long time. And then suddenly I was, um, you know, making enough money for us to not have to take any from maintenance from skin, but like, I just had a different role. And so I was like kind of Mr. Mom and kind of not really making, I was making a little bit of money and being, uh, upset all the time. And so I got like really dark and really angry. And so my anger would show up in, uh, I would be super sharp to my wife all the time. Like she would receive like all of my upset at like the planet would only pretty much come out at her. And so that didn't go, (laughs) that that was not good to put it lightly. And so, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was really dark. And we, and May and I went to, um, um, we went to, um, this ruckus makers event that Seth posted. Um, when was that in 2015, probably in March. And, um, so we and I, she and I both went to that and I'd read Seth's stuff like forever and, um, and had never felt like good enough or worthy of going to one of those things. And I just sort of signed up and I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to go to this one. Like I know how to do the solar financing thing. Like I'm going to start making that happen. So, um, Seth put up that he has this chart of like, uh, it does a, it's got some X and Y axes that what the labels are don't even really matter. It's like tactics on the vertical axis versus, um, or no tactics is the horizontal axis and like whatever your measure of goodness is the Mm -hmm. vertical axis. And it's got a, when you're at zero, zero, and then it goes up to some local peak that's point B and then it goes down a little bit to C and then it goes up to some new, new, wonderful place. And, um, he put that up on this thing. and I just started more or less crying because it was like, Oh man, like that, that chart is true to like do to have to improve on this vertical axis, like the way you do it can't be the same. Like it just felt true with like a capital T and it felt um, undoable where who I was at that time, like my internal energy and reserves. It's like, I'm at, what if you have this thing that you feel compelled to do, but as a person, you feel like you're at point a where you are nothing. And I asked that question out loud, I think, to the group through tears or whatever. And so that's, um, that's how I became a coach is the story that I tell myself because, um, of the Alt MBA one coaches, there was one other, there was five of us and there was one other person who was at the ruckus makers. And she also cried in front of the 80 people there. And then a couple months later, um, we got, emails from um, Wes about whether we would want to coach in this new thing that Seth was doing. 
And it was funny because that was the story I told myself for a long time. And I didn't remember that at the end of the Reckless Makers thing, I also went up to Seth and said, hey, I'm a problem solver. And if you ever need help with anything, please let me know. Which I totally admitted from my memory until, yeah, maybe a year ago. Um, Because it felt really weird to be picked. Right? And it was like, yeah, and and I'm like, and I'm in the darkness. And there was just so much imposter syndrome because it's like, what? insight or coaching could I possibly give anyone? And um, yeah, what was interesting is that, and I was doing therapy and some like sort of physical practices and mental practices. And when the sort of Alt MBA started and um, we did like a week's worth of the coursework as sort of training in Seth and Wes or the coaches to us. And so I think I did, uh, what's what's the project i don't i know i'm not good at remembering the project numbers but it was the um constraints project and that's like in my wheelhouse i'm a systems engineer so it's like <laughs> oh yeah constraints on a solar a crowdsourced solar finance solar project oh there's an infinite number of those oh it's there's technical constraints there's financing constraints there's regulatory constraints there's customer constraints there's it has to be sunny or there there's like a billion constraints <laughs> and and at the point that i stood in the world there was no leverage was my takeaway it's like no more money oh, it's all still hard you know and like more people it's like that's ah, just more people to have to talk to and all this hard stuff now has like human friction in it that's like and so seth was i he um you know he was very coachly like his comments didn't really have anything to do with him or me but um there was a question in it that was is it worth it and like that sentence changed my life because I had never really um, thought about that. So when you read that... You and read- so I read that sentence. I was like, is it worth it? And every part of me immediately was like, no. It is not worth it. And the reason why it wasn't worth it was because it was making me so sad. But also because what I wasn't doing, it was like a reframing moment for me, is I wasn't giving myself credit for all the things that I was doing instead of that. Because saying no to the solar, let me be around to take my daughter to preschool every day. And I had never given myself credit for that. Yeah. That that was like a hard choice to make maybe and that it was worth it because like I love her more than anything. And so, um, yeah, it was an interesting uh, – yeah, that sentence like totally – totally changed my life <clears throat> and so did the alt because what it started to do was um yeah all the reframing and the whole my worldview totally changed into me me being okay and not having to be a rocket scientist or save the world or whatever you know it was like oh yeah like i i own a company that changes people's lives every day yeah you know and like I had never thought of it that way because it's like, yeah, and it's weird, right? Because there's a storytelling where it's like, oh, that's weird. Like, you're a rocket scientist. Like, what are you doing at a skincare company? And it's like, oh, I'm changing the world. But like, I'd never, that story isn't like an obvious one or it's not the, right. it's certainly not like immediately impressive. Yeah. And so it's been interesting to, um, like the Alt MBA has been powerful for me 
in so many ways. One, because I'm a coach, it's not about me at all. Like no one even knew what I did. It didn't matter. Because like, I was never even in a learning group with somebody where it's like, oh, I actually have some expertise in this. Like, I should share it with you. Like, I've never gotten to share my expertise with anybody in the all time VA except for maybe <laughs> afterwards. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's a, yeah. And, and, and actually right in the middle of the all time VA, um, my, like, my marriage started to fall apart. And so, like, a different way forward, like, happened, like, in real time with me, where it's like the empathy piece for my wife. Um, yeah, I actually saw the way I saw the way that I was. And how um, n- how no one would want to be around that. And so when she was like, I don't want to be around that, um, you know, which is probably my biggest fear in the world. Um, I was able to like, was in this really weird kind of Zen. <laughs> it was like this very unflappable state where it was like, I can see why you would think that. Yeah. You know, and not, you know, become defensive and explode and be angry and it was just like yeah no i'm i'm sorry i can see why you'd think that and like yeah and the the alt mba and all the other stuff i was doing too it's it's um i stepped out of the darkness like in the middle of it week two probably week one it was still pretty dark but yeah the um and so um yeah and it was totally totally life-changing in lots of ways. And also that, that is it worth it? And like sort of giving myself credit. I also sort of looked around at Man from Skin, the company that I own half of because I'm married to the <laughs> owner. And I, I, you know, and, and I had been like edited out of the story of its sort of creation because it wasn't really, that wasn't the plan, right? Yeah. The plan was for me to go do my solar stuff and to uh, do all these other things. And so, um, like it was almost as a protection for May. Like I wasn't part of the founding story because then I'd have to like leave the founding story when I went and did the other thing. And that just, you know, that just wasn't um, part of the history, the lore, if you will, of the company. Um, but I did own it. And like, I did all the financial stuff and legal and whatever. And so I started actually just sort of taking ownership of my ownership. It's like, I'm not, as, I don't wash my face whatever but like there's all these people in this building that do this work and i can show up and help them yeah and that, that was like when i also started to like literally physically going to the studio every day and like running the company and um yeah and that was three years ago and the company's probably grown like i don't know people wise probably we've tripled in size or something like that and yeah it's whatever it's all it's all good and it's and i and it's like in you know I have like a kind of funny job, like I'm the owner, um, but I'm like the systems person and I work for everybody. And so it's um, like the question of like what I do on any day or like whether it's like the best use of my education. Um, it's like, yes, <laughs> you know, it's like all like all the other like whatever cool science stuff I did before, like it didn't, you know, support 25 people's families and mine or, you know, whatever, there's all this sort of new framing of it. Um, But yeah, it's been interesting though now, because now I'm like three or four, well, I'm six years away from like, I don't, I haven't worked in the aerospace industry for my daughter turned six at the end of the month. And so like, I'm not a rocket scientist. Like that's not who I try to identify as. Yeah. Like, um, you know, my life would have been fine on some level, because I would have still been worthy of love and all those sort of things if my whole life, the way it was, had blown apart 
but I'm very, I very much like the way my life is now. This is, this has been amazing. Like you've, we've, we've, we've covered all the same things without any, you know, any prompting from, from my side. Uh, one of the goals of the podcast is to help different alumni connect. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a fill in the blank, reach out if blank. Yeah. Wow. Um, I don't have very many constraints on that. I feel like there's all sorts of stuff I like to hear from people about. Um, yeah, certainly like I'm very numerate, <laughs> uh, is a good way of putting it, I guess. So, um, yeah, if you need some sanity check on some science or some numbers, uh, I can definitely help with that. Um, yeah, like there's, um, I've operated a business for, from a boots, I've bootstrapped a business from like it literally being in this room that we're in now to having however many employees and stuff. So if people have questions on, um, what that's like or how to do that or how to not do that, it's maybe <laughs> a better constraint on that. Um, I'm happy to share my experience and or to help. Um, if you have questions about solar, I know a lot about that. Um, it's probably not as complicated as it seems. Put solar panels in the sun, keep them there for a long time. They'll make electricity. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, I've, I've done a lot of random seeming things. And what's, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? My day to day is like not sitting at a computer very much. So I'm like not great at replying to emails or Slack. But yeah, you can call me. My phone number is 626-319-5326. I'm in Pacific time zone and I have little kids. So call me between nine and five. <laughs> Cause that's when I'm, that's when I'm working. So that's when I can talk to people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thanks um, for, for being so, so open and answering these questions or like, really, it was just one question and then it just. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for ways to contact Robert.